from Black Widow to Shang-Chi, The Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, all the way to what I'm about to watch later on tonight, which is Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. With every single movies and show that has been coming out in Phase 4, we are going to review Marvel Phase 4 and why I think it is setting up perfectly for the future of the MCU. What's going on everybody? Welcome back to Dez Toss Podcast. This is episode 10 of our show. We are two more episodes away from basically from the season finale. This is basically season one. Season two of Dez Toss Podcast will be coming up very, very soon actually. It may, I mean, it may start in December. We might start at the end at, um, in the beginning of next year. We don't know. But I will be giving you guys the update on that one. But we're not going to talk about that today. Right now, we have to discuss the Marvel Phase 4. Now, I personally like this phase simply because after everything that we have seen with Avengers Endgame and how that basically put us all in distraught and like it got us excited, then emotional, you know, Iron Man dying and stuff. This basically sets up the future of the MCU. Now, not a lot of people liked it. Not a lot of people liked it. I can understand. But then again, this is Phase 4 we're talking here. It's like I said, after we just got done with Endgame, people was already going to be jumping the gun. Now, the reason why I like this Phase 4 is not only because it sets up for the future, but it's also give people some spotlights. For example, nobody knew who Shang-Chi was until they finally dropped out with the movie. I loved the movie. It was absolutely awesome. They did a great job with that movie. The Eternals, I honestly liked it. One, because they were sticking outside the box. And they also thought that, you know, there's another world out there, so let's give them a movie. I actually like it. Not a lot of people liked it, but I kind of did. I actually did. For me. Spider-Man No Way Home? Come on now. I'm I'm a massive... Spider-Man fan. I'm a big Spider-Man fan. And the fact that Toby and Andrew came back in this movie, and they might potentially come back somewhere down the line in the future, oh yeah, I'm totally happy. I am beyond happy, and I cannot wait to see them on the big screen. I really can't. I cannot wait to see them on the big screen. Again, whether it's an anime with the, um, Across the Spider-Verse, or an actual movie which is like Avengers Secret Wars or something like that, so... And then they got Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, which I thought it was good. I mean, it was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. Thor, Love, Thor, Love and Thunder, I enjoyed that movie. I think Thor is an awesome character. I can't wait to. I can't honestly can't wait to see what they do for Thor Five, where he goes up against Hercules. Now, they say Hercules is not really a bad guy type of thing. He's like a kind of anti-hero or something like that. I don't know. I don't really know much information like that. All I know is that I love the movie. And now we got Black Panther Wakanda Forever which is coming up later tonight, guys. And I cannot... I ain't gonna lie. I can't wait, man. 
I can't wait to see this movie tonight. Cause right after this movie is over, I will I will give you guys my review on that movie. I will give you guys the review, but I will give you the non-spoiler review. I'm not gonna do that part. Now, if you want the spoiler review, I'm gonna have to put a bonus episode in in, in this whole type situation. But what I loved about these movies is that it gave them a spotlight. Now, granted, not a lot of people was a fan of Black Widow. I can understand simply because of the main uh, the main villain of the whole uh, movie. And I personally thought that they should have at least put this in between Civil War and Infinity War. That would have made a little bit more sense. But then again, everything that happened, everything has happened for a reason. So, I enjoyed the movies of Phase 4. Sets up for the future. I love it. Now let's talk about the TV shows. The TV shows has been the biggest subject in people's eyes when it comes to Kevin Feige and his creative mindset. Because everything he has dropped, I was easily excited for. From WandaVision, I enjoyed that. I love seeing Elizabeth Olsen playing as the Scarlet Witch. And I love seeing Vision on screen. There's a rumor that he could be having his own series. And if that's the case, I am watching it. Day one, I'm watching it. Not trying to steal from Struggle Nations, who's a YouTube channel uh, slogan, but day one, I'm there. WandaVision was great. It sets up for the future of what's yet to come. For um, when it when it came to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and the whole story behind that entire show within that show is so awesome, so so awesome. It's to the point where the girl, the main villain Agatha Harkness, she's even getting her own show. She's even getting her own show, ladies and gentlemen, in Phase Five of the MCU. I can't wait. I personally cannot wait. I honestly hope that Mephisto comes in this damn show. Now, I know a lot of people has been talking about Mephisto. He could appear in the Ironheart series. He could appear in this, that. I just cannot wait to see him, period. I honestly can't wait to see him, period. So, you have that stuff going on with WandaVision. And then they had Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now, a lot of people said that that should have been a movie. Honestly, the show was good. I just didn't like the main villain. The main villain wasn't even even that good. Honestly, if you really really think about it, it she she wasn't good at all. I can't even remember the girl's name. That's how bad it was. But the guy who plays the darker version of Captain America... Was it John Walker or something like that? He's gonna be in in the Thunderbolts, and with the, uh, he was he was really good. He was really really good. So I like him. I liked Sam Wilson as uh, Captain America. I love Bucky as the Winter Soldier. I love all of this stuff. It was just that the main villain itself. She wasn't good. She wasn't good at all. To be honest with you, in my opinion, that was the only downfall of the whole situation. 
And if you really, really think about it, if they would have made this into a movie, that would have been extra hype. Because the way this whole, the whole thing was setting up, it damn near felt like a movie. It damn near felt like a movie. So, it's like I said, I absolutely love it. Right after that, it was Loki. Man. Loki was so fantastic. Because it sets up Kane the Conqueror. But what we saw in Loki was the variant of Kane the Conqueror. That's what I love. That's what I love right there. It sets up towards the future Avengers projects. And I really, really hope Loki comes in Avengers, either Avengers Kane Dynasty or, or Secret Wars. I really hope he shows up in one of these movies and, and, and uh, team up with Thor. His brother, basically. I love Loki. I love Marvel's What If. Now, Marvel's What If was like the biggest key of, of all time. Like the biggest key show to watch. Because a lot of stuff that had happened in that uh, ep- one of those episodes basically had led up to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Which is even more awesome. And I never thought, like, honestly, the Marvel What If? That show was really, really good. Because it, it had what if, like, you no, know, with zombies? What if Doctor Strange would have had, had, like, didn't injure his hand or something like that? You know what I'm saying? It was those type of things is what I loved. The biggest What If? Because a lot of us in our minds have always asked, what if this situation happened? What if this situation happened? What if that situation happened? And then it was also sad, too. Because we all know Chadwick Boseman unfortunately passed away. But his audio, his audio, his voice was in Marvel's What If. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I did get a little teary-eyed a little bit at the end. Of one of the episodes where he had his, they had his voice, but that was just Marvel's way of saying what you guys have seen and heard was just only the, be- was just only the beginning. We're not done. We got, we show you guys these, let you hear his voice one more time in this show, and then we're done. And I love that. R.P. Chadwick Boseman. Man. Another thing that we saw was Hawkeye. Now, I actually like Hawkeye. I was a fan of the show, to be honest with you, because it's basically... A lot of these... This is why I say a lot of these shows builds up to another show and the future of the MCU. Hawkeye was really good because Kate Bishop was in there. And not only Kate Bishop was in this film... Well, I said film. In this show, but she's eventually going to be a part of the Young Avengers. Can you imagine the Young Avengers with Kate Bishop and many others? And then you can have Spider-Man like be like either, I'm not going to say as their leader, of course, but like be partners with Kate Bishop. I want to see that dialogue. I want to see that dialogue and I want to see Spider-Man and Deadpool together. That's my dialogue. I want to see that dialogue just right there. Hawkeye was so good. And... Though Kingpin wasn't really necessarily the main villain because he didn't show up until the end end of uh, the season finale. Kingpin is so freaking good. So, so good. Now, 
We all know Kingpin. He is the most iconic character in Spider-Man's universe. Because he's he's the villain of Spider-Man. Now this could he could actually pop up in Spider-Man 4. If not pop up, he he could his name is definitely going to be mentioned. His name is definitely going to be mentioned in in um in Spider-Man 4. If he don't show up. So, Kingpin was great. Absolutely awesome. I can't wait to see him in the Echo series, along with the Daredevil series, and along with Spider-Man projects, you know? I just cannot wait. Hawkeye was awesome. And I, and, and shh, if they ever do a season two, I'm all for it. I am all for it. The next show that I'm about to say, they actually stepped outside the box for this one. And I honestly, I'm so glad they did. Moon Knight. Now, this movie, well, I keep saying this is a movie. It damn near felt like a movie. But this show was really good. Now, was it better than Hawkeye? Not so much. But it was still good to watch. And good and enjoyable to watch. That's what I, I, I like. It was as long as it's enjoyable to watch, then I'm all for it. Moon Knight is definitely coming back. He may not get a season two, but then again, he might. But he's definitely coming back. I don't know if he's going to be a part of the actual New Avengers or the Young Avengers, but they're probably going to put him in the New Avengers if you really, really think about it. Just think about it. You can have him. You can have Shang-Chi. You can have She-Hulk. Which we're going to talk about that in a minute. And you got other others like, you know, Spider-Man. And, you know, Doctor Strange. And, and, and you know, many other characters that's in this thing. Yeah, even Sam Wilson's uh, Captain America. You have them on a part of the whole entire situation. You know what I'm saying? This could work. So, just like I said, Moon Knight, um, Moon Knight was, was good. And then you got Miss Marvel. Now, I don't know why people thought they was going to take this show seriously. A lot of... See, my problem... My biggest gripe with some fans... Is that they don't really know how to be patient. They don't really... They be expecting more... Out of Kevin Feige and the MCU. I'm going to give you guys a big example of what, I talk, what I'm talking about. In Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness... In Madness, I meant to say... They mentioned they actually had the Illuminati on the show. Now, if you guys don't know who the Illuminati is, it's a whole bunch of um, superheroes teaming up together with, you know, Professor X, you know, uh, uh, Iron Man, Black Panther, um, Mr. Fantastic, um, you know, a, a whole bunch of people. But they didn't met, met, they didn't have all these people in this movie. So they had Professor X. They had um, Captain Marvel, not the Captain Marvel that, that that's out right now. It, it it was basically like the Black Captain Marvel. Cause I forgot the woman's name, so please please uh, bear me. Um, John Krasinski's Mister Fantastic, Black Bolt, the guy who was in the Inhuman TV show, which was kind of garbage. It wasn't good at all. It was actually garbage. But the guy from that show. Was in this movie as well. So you have all these people apart 
of the Illumin of the Illuminati. Oh, let's not forget, Captain Carter was on there too. She was in there too. My biggest gripe is is that everybody literally thought because it says multiverse of madness, they thought they was gonna get in, bring in the big guns. They thought that you know, of course they're gonna bring in John uh Mr. Fantastic. They think they're gonna bring in Toby McGuire Spider Man. They thought about bringing Ghost Rider in, or either from Nicolas Cage or from different universes. They thought they was gonna bring in um, uh, uh, who, who else? Who else they thought they was gonna bring in? Well, of course Captain Carter, of course. Who, who else did they think they was gonna bring in? Ben Affleck's Daredevil, or or, or any other stuff from different universes. Hell, they even thought Tom Cruise was gonna come back. It was going to come in. Was going to come into the series as Iron Man, though that would be an awesome idea. But then again, hey, we got what we got. You can't be expecting all of these stuff. You can't just be be greedy. You can't be greedy when it comes to movies and shows. Yes, I understand. You know, being greedy. Yeah, like sometimes you you would love to have that, but then again, you can't have that. Because first of all, Tom Cruise has been rumored to play Iron Man for a long time. He turned it down. You know. Tobey Maguire is already going to be in Secret Wars, so chill. You know what I mean? So, just don't stop rushing into the whole entire situation. Just let things play out the way it's supposed to be. But we're not going to talk about that. So, Miss Marvel comes in. And she was already getting shitted on. She was already getting shitted on, and she barely did anything to get crapped on. This was a really entertaining show. I actually liked the show. Now, I know because I was keep on saying I like this and I like that, you're going to probably think I'm a fanboy. I'm not. You can call me, well, as a matter of fact, you can call me a fanboy if you want to. I don't give a damn. I'm a fan of Marvel. I like what I like to see, and I love creativeness. Something that DC better start doing. DC, DCEU better start doing that shit. Because, don't think because, you know, we already had Black Adam in, uh, uh, we had Black Adam and then we had Superman at the end of the Black Adam, thinking that was going to be set up for the future. Yeah, I can't wait for Man of Steel 2, but we're going to have to see more than just those things, in my opinion. So, I like Ms. Marvel. I love the character. I loved everything about the show. And the fact that she is confirmed to be a mutant, even though in other comics and games she's an inhuman, I like how they thought outside the box. They said, okay, we, we all know eventually the mutants are eventually going to be coming to the MCU. We don't really have enough mutants in here, so we got to pick somebody from this whole entire situation. Namor, that could be good. He's already a mutant. So who else would she get? Ms. Marvel? Okay, fine. Even though she sees an in, inhuman, we can still point to her as the next mutant as well. She was the first mutant to be announced in this entire phase, ladies and gentlemen. The first mutant is her, and now it's going to be Namor. Two mutants. Two down, few more to go. I love it. I absolutely love it. And then we got She-Hulk. <laughs> man, oh man. People talked down on this show. You guys talked 
down on this show. Not you guys who I'm talking to, but some of you Marvel fans out there who be crapping on on the shows, y'all crapped on this show hard. And for what? I like it. She-Hulk was good. It was enjoyable to watch. It's hilarious. A lot of shows is not really meant to be taken seriously, ladies and gentlemen. That's what a lot of a lot of y'all don't understand. Y'all think a lot of these shows that they be doing is supposed to be taken seriously. Heck, Peacemaker wasn't even supposed to be taking it seriously. In the DC side. But it it was hilarious. Some of it was taken seriously like it was supposed to be. But majority of it was hilarious. John Cena did a fantastic job as the Peacemaker. You don't see nobody crapping on his show. So why are you crapping on the She-Hawk? Why? Because she's a woman. Why you think because she's fe- like they you think that she's feminizing all, all all these like episodes and everything that's been going on? Come on now, give me a break. Give me a break with this nonsense. All right. She Hulk is awesome. It's set up. Hey, Bruce Banner's Hulk is in this movie. Is in this show. Why I keep freaking say movie? He's she's he's in this show, right? It's setting up slowly but surely. It is setting up Hulk. Having his own solo movie with his son, Scar. And I can't wait for that movie to come. Because you know I'm a big Hawk fan. I've been a Hawk fan for a long time. I was scared of him at first. But I, but I, now, that as the years and years goes by and I be seeing him, I'm a fan. Big, big, big fan. I love She-Hawk. She-Hawk was awesome. And then... Then you had these little special presentations with, of course, um, Werewolf by Night. Awesome, awesome show. Basically set up Man Thing, which is even more awesome, right? And then you got even more other shows that's going to be coming up, like the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. I cannot wait to see that show. I ain't going to lie to you guys. I can't wait. So that's why I say this whole entire phase, people should not be crapping on now, for the ones who, who do like it, thank you. For those who don't like it, I'm sorry. It may not be your cup of tea, but it's my cup of tea with some sugar on top. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can call me a fanboy if you want to. I don't care. I love this phase. And I cannot wait until phase five and six will be setting ourselves up for the future of the MCU. I can't wait to see the Avengers King Dynasty. I can't wait to see Secret Wars. And I cannot wait for more other projects right after that in the MCU. This is gonna be this is the episode of Dez Talks Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. I'll see you guys right after Black Panther 2. I'm about to put on my clothes. I cannot wait to see this movie tonight. I'll definitely give you guys my non-spoiler review. Stay tuned for that, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.